Hey everyone, welcome back to our off-grid life. Um, today I'm going to be talking about work-life balance and specifically about my experiences with living off-grid while having a job. Um, my, I guess to preface, um, I've had the same job since we moved here. I got like jobs here and there that ended up not working out while I was working at this job. Um, but I've had the same, the same job working as a server at Boston Pizza the whole time I've lived off grid. Um, I started there like four months before we moved, six months maybe, I don't actually remember. Um, so, and every job I've had except for one, um, has been like an evenings, weekends, available, everyday kind of job. Um, and the nine to five job that I did have, I also worked as a server and worked evenings and weekends. So I've never had a normal nine to five job. Um, and I don't know if that's a benefit or not when it comes to living off grid, but anyway, let's just get into it. So, um, the main thing with my work experience and living off grid is that, uh, in the winter, it's really hard to keep the house warm because um, Sven used to work in town. He uh, had a 30-minute commute, so he would leave before I did. And usually he'd get a fire stoked up in the morning, and um, I would stoke it before I left for work. And I usually would work split shifts, so that means that I worked like usually 11.30 until... I left usually around 2. Sometimes it was earlier, sometimes it was later. And then I would come home and I'd have an hour or two at home and then I'd usually go back to work at like 5. So Sven would leave work at 4.30 usually and get home when I was getting to work or like starting work. So he would be able to keep the house warm and whatever. But... If I worked an opening shift or a split, or not a split shift, a straight shift, so I would work 12 to 8 or something like that, then there would be nobody home to warm up the house. So that is one of the biggest struggles is stoking the fire. And um, luckily, we have all this other stuff to help keep the house warm. I talked about it in my Q&A um, last week. So it it helps a little bit, but obviously fire is the number one way to keep the house warm. So um, the coldest it's ever been in here when I couldn't make it home from work to heat up the house was like 16 degrees Celsius, which is really cold, but it's not that bad. Um, so that's like the main struggle. And if you listened to my first two episodes, I kind of talked about how difficult it was to have hot water when we would be at work while the sun was up and then get home when the sun was down. Most of the struggles are obviously winter, um, winter struggles. So in the summer, it's more so having time to get things done together because the whole point of being married (laughs) is to love and support each other. So And I'm also very independent. Ever since I was a kid, I would always be like, I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. 
and I'm kind of stubborn. Um, I do like to do things myself <laughs> or like with Sven. I don't want him to be doing all the work all the time because I just don't think that's fair. So um, that's why I took a week off. If you follow me on Instagram at our off grid blog, um, I documented my week off and um, I have some more time off. Actually, I quit my job yesterday. My last day is coming up, so um, we're going to have some more time to like get stuff done because the to-do list in the summer is so long for a lot of people who live normal lives. Not that there's anything wrong with living a normal life and living in the suburbs, whatever. I grew up living a normal life, sort of. <laughs> um, so there's nothing wrong with it, but for most people, summer is like a time where you get to take time off and go camping or go on road trips. My family, every other year, we would go down to Calgary and then over to um, this beautiful heritage village called Fort Steele near Cranbrook, BC. It's family tradition. My sister got married there. It's one of my favorite places, and we haven't been for a while. We can't go this summer because of COVID, um, I'm not even sure what the travel restrictions are in BC, but we just can't get there, especially because, like, we're broke <laughs> because of COVID. Um, but so for a lot of people, it's like traveling and stuff, and and we have this thing in my church called Pioneer Day. It's where we celebrate the pioneers finding a place to settle, and we celebrate it um, up here in Cherry Grove because there's a lot of pioneer heritage. My family are come from pioneers either from saints who went to Utah or saints who came from Utah or from Cardston area up to Cherry Grove and settled the area so it's very important to us um so there's like there's a lot of events and there's stuff that goes on the Canada Day was yesterday um and for us summer means get ready for winter, <laughs> for the most part, um, we, our main priority, our to-do list is so long, our main priority is to get wood into or close to the house, and then replenishing our stockpile of wood, because with a wood-burning stove, you don't want to burn green wood, um, it's okay, it's not dangerous or anything, but it just burns faster, and it makes a lot more smoke instead of heat, um, because of how wet it is, so, um, the, the main priority is to move the wood from the stockpile into and near the house, and then replenish the wood pile, and luckily, my uncle, who owns quite a bit of land just, um, just a little bit north of us, pushed down a whole bunch of trees to make grazing land, so we don't have to worry about cutting the wood too much, it's more like cutting logs and then splitting them, but it's still, like, it's a lot of work. We do it with one chainsaw <laughs> because that's all we have. And we have to cut, like, three winters worth of wood because we need to season it. So um, that's uh, one of our main priorities. We also have to build our chicken coop because we're ordering our chickens in January. Um, we have to, we're moving our garden because our garden overgrew with a whole bunch of grass and fallow and bushes and I don't even know what's in there um because I didn't garden last summer I ran out of time just like I did this one so we're actually moving our garden so that next summer I can garden we're building a greenhouse so I can grow some stuff over the winter and 
the main priority is to be ready for winter, so when it's minus 40 during a cold snap, we're not SOL having to go and trek out to the stockpile of wood and get wood or be freezing in the house. So um, with my job, I don't get evenings and weekends off, and Sven, um, we just opened a business, so he's working um, during the day, and I, if I'm working during the day, and then I go and work my split shift, and I have to go back, that leaves pretty much no time, and he has to do everything himself, so that's really not what I want to do. Um, so I, I ended up booking time off, but I did get two, two new jobs, so I'm going to be working like a normal 9 to 5, kind of, just with two different jobs, and I'm going to have evenings and weekends off, so I'm, I'm going to check in and see how that affects work-life balance and living off-grid. Um, also, like, the idea of this when I originally started was to have, like, more of a lecture, like, work-life balance while having a homestead and that kind of thing, but kind of switched gears because something happened at work, um, so I, I don't mean this to be negative, and I'm not trying to bash anybody in any way, so I just want to make that clear, but I had something happen at work um, where I was talking about, I don't even remember what I was talking about, and then I mentioned my podcast, and um, my coworker was like, oh, you live off-grid, and you think you're so special and important. I've lived in the country my whole life, and and it's not that special, and then my manager chimed in and said, oh, you know, like, you're an adult now, and there's always something to do, and and then I just didn't respond. I just kept doing what I was doing, and um, they continued their banter and then said, oh, I live in the country, so I need to take six months off a year to get stuff done, and were, like, openly mocking me to my face, and that's part of the reason why I quit and I feel totally comfortable saying this because my manager told me she was never going to listen to my podcast and if she is then um I guess that hurt my feelings um and it just didn't seem fair because it I don't think that people really understand how much work it is it's not like I'm having like split and seasoned firewood delivered to my house and we just have to stack it inside like we have to go out and cut the trees down from the bush we have to wait until the ground dries out it's been raining so much this year so we have to wait until the ground dries out and we have to dig up our fire guard that's overgrown and we need to cut our cut lines down because if we don't then they're not going to be cut lines anymore they're going to get overgrown and then when we go to cut trees down we won't be able to and I grew up in the country, um, my childhood home is five minutes away from where I live now, and it's relatively easy living in the country. I personally don't think that I'm any more important than anybody else, or that, um, like, just in response to what my coworker said, like, I don't feel any more important. I actually have a friend who lives in the country as well, um, she did not grow up in the country as far as I know. But she just moved out there, and she has what I would call, a like, a hobby farm. Like, it's a couple acres, but it's not a quarter um, by any means. But it's enough to have, like, a couple cattle, and she's getting chickens. She actually got her chicks, and they're really adorable. 
Um, so she's getting chickens, and they're eventually going to get cattle, and they have a huge garden, and lots of lawn <laughs> to mow, and, um, when I mentioned, I didn't even mention my friend, actually, my, my coworker, my manager brought her up, and pretty much said the same thing they said about me, and I just think that people who live normal lives with normal houses, they don't really understand or try to understand how difficult it really is to have this huge to-do list and always have things to do but never have time to do it because if I'm at work with an hour in between my shifts and I still have to look presentable and nice and not get sweaty and I don't have time to shower in between my shifts um then I just I don't have time to do things like garden and I can't fire up the tractor and start doing my fire guard and I don't have time to go and cut trees and split wood and stuff in between my shifts and then working as a server is like really emotionally and physically draining so I get home and I don't want to do any more physical work and so uh, that's why I decided to take time off Um, and the interaction that I had with my manager ultimately led to me having to prioritize my own lifestyle and my own mental health over a job that pays me minimum wage. So, um, just to lecture a little bit about work-life balance, the things that can happen when you don't have a healthy work-life balance in any, like, lifestyle situation is that you can feel depressed and you can feel like you're not valued at your job. Um, you aren't able to leave work at work and it, it bothers you in your home life. Um, And that's not really healthy. So if you aren't able to put those barriers and those, um, what do you call, what do you call them? Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't remember. Anyway, if you don't put up those, um, barriers or whatever you want to call it, where you are taking work home and you're not able to feel relaxed anymore or you don't feel valued at your job or at home you don't feel um like you're valued or whatever i i think that it's really unhealthy and can lead to depression it can lead to anxiety um it can lead to low self-esteem so it's i think it's important in any situation in order to be healthy um to have a good work-life balance and, um, I feel personally it's, it's difficult to find that balance when I have all my normal household chores on top of my to-do list of things to keep my household running and, um, and having a, an emotionally and physically difficult job while not feeling valued there is is really difficult. It's it takes away all my motivation and it really makes it tough. Like I don't want to I don't want to have to come home at 7:30 at night. Like that's the earliest that I ever get home is like 7:30 or 8 when I work a night shift. So, I don't want to come home like 7:30 8 o'clock not have ha- not having had had dinner and having to cook and do all these chores and go and move wood, mow the lawn, 
tend to my garden, build something. Like, it's just really difficult. And this kind of turned into more of a rant or like a, a diary kind of thing, but I said what I said. <laughs> um, I don't really know how to close this out because it's not really what I had planned, but um, thanks for listening. As always, be kind to yourself and be kind to others and um, try to be happy and healthy during these times. We will see you all next time. Okay, bye. <laughs>